was saying, oh yeah, technology is going so fast. We're going to be at some point, we will be at 10 years out. Like every 10 years, we're going to be um, doubling. Mars law. <laughs> and, you know, it's going so fast right now. I don't know where that's going to go. It's kind of scary. Hey everyone, it's Norm Perrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon uh, FBA podcast. Today, we are missing Kelsey, so it's all me. So yes, if, you, if you're watching this podcast because of bloopers and blooper reels, you will get lots of them. Anyways, we've got a great topic today. We're going to be talking about AI and the key to customer engagement and brand loyalty. I saw this app and uh, I thought it was incredible. So I reached out. I said to Kels, um, we've got to talk about this app that I just saw. It blew me away. So we're going to be talking about why brands now and retailers suddenly are adopting virtual fitting rooms. That's right. It's a virtual fitting room. Why is uh, personalization so important online uh, with your shopping journey or the customer journey right now? And what are three things brands should be thinking about over the next five years? So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA. And this is when I usually bug Kelsey and I say, Mayor Blunderville, press that button and the music comes on and we sit here for about five seconds and then we're back. And we'll probably do that in post-editing. But for us, live, we're just going to carry on. This is a first, by the way. So again, welcome to Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about AI today and the key to customer engagement and brand loyalty. Our guest is a dynamic leader and co-founder of 3D Look, a pioneering technology company revolutionizing in the fashion industry. As a chief commercial officer, she brings a wealth of experience in the fashion, sales, marketing, and entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship uh, to the team. Under leadership, 3D Look has grown rapidly, expanding its global footprint and partnering with some of the biggest names in the industry. She also holds a certi certification in artificial intelligence from MIT. Now, what does that mean? She's smart a testament to her dedication and innovation and her commitment to leveraging the latest technologies to solve complex uh, problems. Today, welcome Whitney Cathcart, and she'll be joining us in just a second. Um, huh, let's see, this is complicated now. How do I get my word from my sponsor? I might have to read it out. I might do them all at the end, but Kels isn't here right now, and he'll probably uh, be coming in a second. But um, he's away. So, so much for our sponsors right now. We'll be back. Uh, I just want to talk to you about where we're at. Um, so we're at BDSS uh, in Puerto Rico. And it's been fantastic. It's, so far, it's been two out of the five days. Um, we're going to be back on Friday. But it's been session after session after session. And uh, really high-level education for um I wouldn't say for beginners, but for advanced uh, Amazon sellers, intermediate to advanced. We've met some of the, the people like AMZ Elite, Tom um, and Joe. Uh, they're listeners to the podcast. They're on almost every podcast. Well, we got to, to meet them over here. Brian's here. And um, actually, he lives in Puerto Rico. So Brian C., you usually see him uh, listening or tuning into the podcast. So it's very interesting to uh, bump into everybody and to um, just go out, uh, break bread with them. And I think that's more important. You can learn and learn and learn. Sometimes it's information overload if you take Nate notes down properly. Um, but what's really cool about um, coming here is the networking. So I've already met a bunch of people. The very first night, uh, just walking into the hotel, got to meet some people. So it's such a different level. And it's so different than just, I, I know a lot of us uh, rather just stay at home. And uh, let me see. <gasps> okay. The boy Blunder just, just came into the room and he's actually on, but he's going, I can't come on. I can't come on. So anyways, I don't know what he's going to do, but just to let everybody know, 
Ah, ah. The mayor of Blunderville is going to run an ad. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. He just walked in and he, he's a lifesaver. All right. Okay. So anyways, like I was saying, um, going to an event and watching it, even though it's more convenient to watch it at home, uh, it's probably a bit more money, but uh, you just, the very first day, it paid for itself. In, in fact, the very first speaker paid for itself. So I encourage anybody who's uh, taking the e-com journey Definitely, uh, it, and if it is uncomfortable, to step outside of your comfort zone, go to a paid event. You don't have to go to a $10,000 event. You can, there's lots of meetups that are in all sorts of uh, cities across the U.S. and Canada. Attend those. They're usually free, but get out and meet people. So anyways, this, this is a three-week journey uh, from all over the world, which I finally get to go home uh, on Friday, which I can't wait for. But anyways, this is what Kelsey would say. Uh, smash those like buttons, ring that bell, do whatever you do, like all the social media stuff an old guy like me doesn't do. But anyways, you guys do it. Uh, also, I just want to say hi to Luke, Dennis, Rad, Marina, Chuck. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome seeing you. We have a bunch of people already tuning in today, which is fantastic. I hope my Wi-Fi stays. I'm just looking at that. That's something else we have to take in consideration here. But anyways, why don't we just get right into it and we can sit back, we can relax, and we can add Whitney to the stream. There she is. Hi, Whitney. Hi, Norm. How are you? Great. I told you it was to be super casual. I love it. The more <laughs> casual, the better. That's awesome. That's how I roll. That's how you roll. Well, how do smart people roll? <laughs> You're very kind. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> no, this is this is great. So I I forget where I saw the app, and I couldn't believe it. And, and you know, and it's probably I back in the day when you had the 1200 baud modems and the picture would be coming and it would take five minutes to do. I actually, I, I remember running upstairs to my wife, grabbing her, bringing her downstairs. You, you'll never believe this. And then we waited for five or 10 minutes while this picture downloaded. Right. Well, that was the same sort of thing that I saw when I saw the app where you take two pictures, and then you go anywhere and basically it fits you. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's the, so, yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. I mean, we're really, we, we started building the core technology back in uh, 2016. So we founded the company in 2016. We just had our seventh birthday. Feel very wow. proud about that. So we've come a long way, but so is the world of uh, retail and, and shopping over the last seven years. Um, you know, if you think about it, you know, we were, and we still are doing more actual shopping in store, except the number of, of people that have moved online over the last couple of years has increased dramatically. And that number obviously is only going to continue to increase as, you know, more digital generations come into uh, buying power. Um, and you really have kind of the, you know, older Gen Zs that are, you know, 26, 27 ish. So they're beginning to go out, get married, buy homes. And, you know, these, these younger generations grew up on smartphones. They're, they're fully digital. So, you know, as shopping, as more and more shopping goes online, it's, think about it, it's hard to figure out what size to buy online. And that's really our reason for being is how do we simplify that fit in sizing experience and make it easier for you or me or whoever to figure out what size to buy and not be buying, you know, multiple sizes of the same product, which drives up return rate. So it's, you know, bad for brands and retailers 
but it's really bad for our environment too, because most of that does not end up back on the shelf, ends up in landfill. Yeah, I, you know what? I really, really never thought about that when you order 10 different sizes and 10 different you know products and then you send them back. What, what ends up happening? You know, uh, where do they go? Um, first of all, I, you know, one of the things I think we should talk about is exactly this app. So let's, let's talk about what it does. So I've kind of said, oh, you take two pictures, but why don't we talk about that and just how it's changed uh, the world of apparel shopping? Yeah, so it's actually, I mean, our core technology is a combination of three different technologies, um, all kind of falling under that AI, artificial intelligence umbrella. But essentially, what our core tech does is it measures the human body from two photos taken on a smartphone. And there's a lot of complex technology and, you know, big data sets that have been built in order to be able to do that in a way that is accurate. Uh, but essentially, you know, and I'll keep this pretty high level, is um, what we do is our technology has something called computer vision algorithms. And we actually detect hundreds of key points of your body from a front and a side photo. And we don't ask you to get naked. Our data sets have been trained on people wearing tight fitted clothing. So we can actually detect your body, which is really cool. And what we do with those key points is then we then build a 3D model of your body. And all this is done on our back end. And all of this is done, you know, basically instantly. The processing side, processing time itself takes about 30 seconds. But once we have a 3D model of you on our back end, we compute measurements of your body and we compute well over 80 measurements of your body. So if you think about it, what we're doing then is we're taking that body shape that we get from that 3D model of you and we take those measurements and we map them against data that we get from a brand. So we can do a better job of putting you in the right size clothing than you can do if you think you have a measuring tape at home. Most people don't. A and B know how to measure themselves. Most people don't. So we do this in a really consistent and a really accurate manner. Again, the whole thing takes, you know, under two minutes from start to finish. And once you scan yourself once, you've got your measurements. So our model is we sell directly to brands and retailers. So if you go onto a website and you see a little widget there that says, get your size and try it on, that is us behind it. And what we're trying to do is make that shopping journey more simple on the consumer side. So again, you're buying one of a size, right? So we're driving that confidence level so that you're not buying, you know, two or three. And again, about 50, there's like a 50% likelihood that the return garment is going to end up in the landfill. So we are trying to, you know, reduce that return rate. And I'm sorry, there's a dog barking in the background. No if you problem. Can hear that. <laughs> um, but we're reducing the re return rates for brands. But we're also, we're increasing the likelihood that a consumer is going to convert and they're going to buy more of the right size. So they have a better experience with your brand. And that's how our core technology works. Yeah, it was so simple. Uh, when when like, I, and again, I forget where I first saw it, but it was, okay, two pictures. Okay, what's going to come up? Is there going to be some ad coming up? Is it going to be? And it took two pictures and that was it. And, you know. Yeah, it's very it, fast. We've spent a lot of time instant. on the user experience. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting because I'm at an Amazon or e-commerce event and I've been at for the last three weeks. And I know a lot of people who sell apparel. And one of the biggest concerns, especially holiday time, is people buy a ton of apparel in different sizes because it. everybody's different, and then they return them. Like shoes. And no apparel. brand fits alike. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. just solved a huge problem for uh, sellers. You know, and, and a lot billions, of sellers, including Billions myself. and billions of dollars are returned every year. Yeah. 
I, I would yeah. never touch a pro in a million years because of that problem. I'll get into pet supplements or pets or all this other stuff, beauty products, very competitive. I never got into this because of all those returns. But now you can't go wrong. If, if I have a Shopify right. store and I want to use that plugin. And what is, uh, I'm curious about this. What does it cost to use the plugin or that? Yep. So we be, we built two products. We have a product called Mobile Tailor. Mobile Tailor just delivers measurements. It's a pure plug and play SaaS product. And we have pricing plans there that start at $150 a month and go up from there. We have, you know, companies paying us, you know, six figures a year on that. And then we have companies that are, um, you know, we wanted to be able to cater to startup companies too. So we have companies that pay us $150 a month. It's a flat out subscription fee. Uh, there's no integration needed. So it's a very like simple plug and play SaaS product. And we have a pretty horizontal use case there. So I like to think of it as really anybody that needs measurements to get people into the right fit is the way we think about it. So whether you are a made to measure brand, you are a bespoke suiting brand, we definitely see an increase and brands that are creating customized clothing, whether it's for men or for women. But this whole you know, shift to, I want things that fit me, that fit my body, is really driving that kind of increase in what we're seeing in on-demand brands. Um, we've got brands that make, um, you know, that have super high accuracy needs. So we think about like dive shops, so wetsuits, dry suits. We have companies that make uh, really super tight-fitted racing gear for Olympic athletes. We have companies that are pioneering, like, customized outdoor gear. Uh, we have a great company, uh, Made Outdoors, that makes customized uh, ski gear. I mean, absolutely super high-quality, really technical uh, ski gear. Um, so we have a very wide use case there. We, in fact, even have a bike fitting company. So they sell really expensive bikes, like ten or $15,000, $20,000, you know, road bikes. And when you go in that normal experience is somebody is taking like an hour or so to actually manually measure you. We can do that in under two minutes, right? So it really saves time and it saves in fashion. It's reducing alteration costs. It's uh, increasing, it's, it's increasing accuracy and decreasing inconsistencies that cause a need for alterations or remakes in customized clothing. So we see big decreases from our customers in what they're spending on alteration costs and on remake costs, right? If somebody's buying like a $2,000 suit and the measurements are off, they're going to have to remake that $2,000 suit. Those are their margins have gone to absolutely nothing. So that product delivers straight measurements. Uh, there's an admin panel super simple to use. And that product's called Mobile Tailor. We got, we have a lot of customers sitting on that. We have some of the world's leading uh, uniform companies sit on that. Uh, we've got a, the largest company manufacturer of body armor in the world with defense contracts. So again, very wide use case there. Um, then we have a product called Your Fit. And Your Fit is, uh, we have a plugin on Shopify. It's a private plugin. So if you for all you Shopify stores out there, if you um, if you search in Shopify for your fit, you won't find us yet because it hasn't been made uh, public. But you can uh, find me at Whitney at 3dlook.me or just go to our website, 3dlook.me, and um, you can learn all about it. But anyway, what your fit does is it's actually taking the body data that is generated from the consumer and it's being mapped against the way a brand is currently fitting their clothing, right? And so we can make a size recommendation and we can also do a visualization so that the consumer actually can see what that product looks like on them. If you think about that, that's really solving two of the biggest problems that we have when we're shopping online, which is answering those questions I love that. I wonder what it's going to look like on me. And I wonder what size to buy, right? So if we can answer those two questions, 
we are helping consumers have a better experience with the brand. We're driving conversions. We see that consumers that use that Your Fit widget are actually converting to purchase at a higher rate. They're spending more money. So AOVs, average order values, tend to be you know, 20 to 30% higher. Uh, and then ultimately, we're driving down return rates and bracketing. Um, and so those are the two products. And those products, uh, your fit is a higher price product, right? So that product's going to start somewhere around, you know, $3,000 a month and go up because there is uh, mapping work that we do on our back end. So one of the things that uh, a lot of people might not be thinking about listening to you talk, it's about the customer journey. And if you're a Shopify uh, buyer and you're going looking at different apparel companies, who's going to stand out? You know, and I just think of your plugin and I think of what people have to do nowadays to really stand out. People are talking about AI and they have their chatbots. But really at the beginning, if I can go into a store and it's just not apparel. So, uh, you know, that's, we'll get into this in a second. But, you know, War, Warby Parker for glasses now, they do similar. Like you can see the, the, the right. glasses. Right, they have a great there. augmented re- reality experience. Right. And they've really, I mean, they've been, they were pioneers in e-commerce, you know, back in, God, 2009, 10. You know, yeah, so and they, they have an where, amazing user experience. Yes. And I wonder where this is going to go. So. We're starting with apparel, and then even on that side of it, you know, where does that go, and where does it go for other brands to increase uh, and be the leader in that customer journey field? Because it's all about the customer journey right now. Everybody talks. Yeah, it's about all it. about really. If you think about it, it's about personalization, right? So there's such right. like an, you know, you think about personalization really helps shoppers navigate the overwhelming selection of offerings that we see on websites today, right? It was very, very different 10 years ago, even. Um, Every time I open my Instagram feed, there are 10 new companies, and I've been in the industry for 30 years on the fashion side, but there are 10 new companies that I had never heard about yesterday, and they have cute things. They seem to be mission-driven. So like, where does the consumer go today? It's all about that journey, right? When I go online, I want things that are personalized to me, right? So if I live in um, Florida and it is July, I don't want to be looking at like, you know, raincoats and, you know, ski jackets, right? Show me things that are relevant to me. Help make my experience easier. So things like virtual technologies, whether they're from us or others, um, AR experiences. Um, and you actually, frankly, see this happen first in accessories and beauty. So like, it's a lot easier to create a 3D model out of something that's hard than it is out of something that is soft and has many, many different components, like um, a, a dress, for example. And you mm-hmm. get into a dress that may have, you know, lace on it and then knit on it. So you're talking about all different types of fabric components that stretch differently, that the materials are all different. Um, And so creating 3D out of garments has taken a lot longer than it does. I mean, like 3D has been around for decades and decades and decades, right? AR actually has been around for many decades. We're only just now beginning to see it in apparel. But if you think about it, like in beauty, we've been able to try on lipsticks or, you know, an AR, put on nail polish, um, you know, and now you have all these amazing experiences where you can try on rings and try on bracelets and jewelry and so on and so forth. And all of this is shifting into apparel. But in order to have these 3D experiences, apparel brands have to be working in 3D, right? And I always say that's like one of the most important things when a designer comes to me, what should they be thinking about? And I'm like, if you can't design in 3D, you will not be employable in the future because, you know, we're, we are rapidly, rapidly shifting into a world of 3D. And, you know, with um, Apple's release of Vision Pro last week, and even though it's the first release, that is the first push to consumer-facing 
mixed reality, AR and VR, because you can, you know, you're not in a true VR um, headset where you can't see anything else, right? You can see out, people can see in. So it's really merging your virtual world and your physical world, right? Um, and so a map, and I like to not even think in 10 year increments anymore because AI is no. moving so fast, right? I mean, and gen AI, like, not, don't even have to talk about kind of what's happened in the last couple of months here. But if you think about how fast things have moved in 2023, like you just think about like 2025, 2026. So like think two years, three years from now, this whole idea that like we go onto a website, we, you know, have to choose the website we're going to go into. Then we go into that website and then there's thousands and thousands of products and we have to sift and sort through it. Personalization helps drive better experiences, right? But pretty soon we're just going to be sitting here doing it, you know, with our fingers. So, you know, you have to have 3D in order to be able to do that. So it's all moving very, very quickly. And, you know, that the world of shopping that we live in today is going to look entirely different in the next mm -hmm. couple over the next couple of years. At this, um, at the uh, conference called the uh, Billion Dollar Seller Summit, mostly for well, it's e-commerce, and I did a presentation yesterday, and this is timely. You said the word personalization, and what I was presenting on that, and one of the stats that I saw. 71% of the people expect personalization right. in their customer journey. 76% are, are get frustrated if they don't have it. And it doesn't mean that it has to be a fitting room. This is just personalization in, in general, packaging, or, you know, I was talking about building a customer profile without necessarily you know, forcing a person into a, pro, uh, a, a profile for a period of time, you ask about 26 questions and then you get to know somebody really well and then you can personalize yeah. things to them. And the other one, this is really cool. I, I don't know if you saw this, but I mean, you're in the industry, so you probably have uh, the Puma uh, AR shoe. Have you yeah. ever seen that? Isn't yeah. that incredible? Yeah. I mean, so, Nike's done it there. I mean, it's like, yeah, like I said, it's all moving very quickly. And so this idea that you're guessing or wondering what it's going to look like on me, it's really replicating that experience. It's certainly, you know, our generation, we used to go into stores, right? And we'd say, oh, I like that. I'm going to grab, you know, three different sizes of it. You never just said to the guy in the shoe department, yeah, just bring me you know, a size, I have a small foot, a size six. It was always like, yeah, bring me a five and a half, a six and a six and a half, and I'll buy the one that fits me best, right? But how do you replicate that online? What people have been doing is they're like, oh, I'll buy all three and then I'll return what doesn't fit. Well, it's terrible for the brand. It's a bad consumer experience. It's terrible for the planet. It's a total hassle, you know, and if that product, if you are that person that, you know, you're going to take that whole 30 day window or whatever the return policy is, if you take that whole window and you're buying something at the end of the season, by the time that gets back to the brand or the retailer and gets through the distribution center, it's marked down. And if they can't sell it at a markdown, it's going to some off price, you know, retailer. And if it's not selling there, it's winding up in the landfill. Right. Mm. And, you know, if you think about it, like all the uh, carbons that are emitted in just the the returns process alone, I think there was a number that Bloomberg reported last year that fashion accounts for like it's something crazy, like 10 percent of all global emissions. I mean, it's an enormous number. Right. The fashion industry is is a three plus trillion, like trillion dollar industry. It's one of the largest industries on the planet. And it's one of the, you know, unfortunately, the largest pollutants uh, on the planet too. And so there's been a big effort in fashion to really rethink, you know, how do we drive all that down? How do we, you know, create things that uh, are more sustainable, right? So you think about product development efficiencies, 3D plays a huge, huge, huge piece there too, because if you're cutting down on sampling because you're actually able to sample 
using technology and you're, you know, on your computer and you're able to see and work in 3D and see, you know, what all the colors look like or all the prints look like rather than having to have a rack, which is the way, you know, when I grew up, that's the way we did it. Our, you know, designers would cut, you know, multiple samples in all different colors and prints and then half of it never goes into production. That's just waste. Mm. Yeah, it's just going to revolutionize everything. And like you said, you can't think 10 years. I, I remember when I was going to school, you know, we, we would talk about uh, not 10 years, but we would be talking about 30 years or 50 years out, you know, right. and and I can remember uh, this is in high school. It's not a, it's not a university, but it, uh, the, my high school teacher was saying, oh, yeah, technology is going so fast we're going to be at some point we will be at 10 years out like every 10 years we're going to be um doubling Moore's law <laughs> and you know it's going so fast right now i don't know where that's going to go it's kind of scary but uh yeah. depending on who yeah. you talk to well it's interesting because mobile body scanning like we're not the first ones to do this right i mean there have been attempts at this various different decades if you know, you might remember there used to be those big body scanning machines. You'd go into the mall and, you know, you could like step into those big, large, heavy, clunky body scanning machines. Um, but there have been attempts at trying to do it, you know, using a smartphone. Um, and I think really, I kind of think of it as like a trifecta right now. You have three things happening. Number one is you have bought, and they're all being driven by return rates, but you have like buy-in from retailers because, you know, size and fit is the number one reason for returns. Then the second piece of it is advancements in technology, right? So uh, advancements in AI and 3D and computer vision over the last couple of years, uh, gen AI, you've got uh, better user experiences as a result. A accuracy is more precise today than it was, you know, five or 10 years ago. And then the third piece of it is, is you've got a younger consumer who's really driving it, right? Saying, I want, know who I am. You know, it's kind of like the hashtag my body, right? Know who I am, make things for me. You know, I've always dreamed that at 3D Look, we would be that technology that someday would completely eliminate the need to be labeled as a number or letter, like a medium or an eight or whatever, that you would be, you know, norm size or Whitney size. And all of that starts with understanding what our bodies look like, because you can't customize clothing for me if you don't know what, you know, my body looks like and shape goes into it, right? So we could be, you know, the same height, the same weight, have same measurements, but our body shapes can be very different. So one dress could fit, you know, me and my sister completely differently, even though more or less, you know, we're the same height and weight and our measurements are similar. Right. Okay. It looks like we're at the bottom of the hour and we are going to go to a sponsor. Kelsey. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Shergo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? Shergo Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Shergo Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit ShergoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. All right. So where do you see this going in the next year or two? Yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, us, you know, we are, we're at, we add new features, you know, several times a year. We released a huge accuracy update this year. Um, we're always working on the user experience. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff I can't talk about yet, but uh, in terms of where we go with 3D, um, you know, animation of bodies, uh, visualization, 
But, you know, I think that there are three things that brands and retailers need to really be thinking about over the next years. And I would do it like sooner rather than later, because three years from now, our current shopping experiences are going to look very differently. But, you know, there's so much technology out there, right? So if I'm a brand or a retailer, like, how do I even under, like, where do I even begin, right? So really lean into tech, right? And and try and understand what's happening. And if, you know, you just don't have the time because you're a smaller brand, you know, find companies or find people that can help you kind of sift through all the different types of technology, but really lean into technology because uh, it's just advancing at, at faster and faster paces. Um, number two, I would say is like, know who your customers are again. And that is all about personalization, right? Really having a full 360 view. So you may understand a lot from my purchase behavior, my return behavior, but like customer body data gives you a whole, it enhances that 360 of your customer and helps you drive better experiences for them. And then the third one, and I kind of hit on this a little bit is embrace 3D, because whether you are a beauty brand, whether you're selling glasses, whatever it is you're selling, everything is going to need to be in 3D so that you can be part of a world that is augmented. And, um, and, and that is where the world is going and it's going faster and faster. So, you know, those, that's generally the advice I give to brands and retailers. Oh, and I'm not sure if you hear this, the air conditioning just kicked in and I don't have my mic. So, uh, no, I, not at all. Oh, okay. Very good. I, I did mute myself. So, but anyways, uh, some, another benefit that I see. So I live in a small farm town. Uh, it, it, it's actually a tech town supposedly, but I see one bar down by the lake, um, and there's more cows than people. And what's, what's going to be beautiful about this is, I have to travel an hour and a half to go to any half decent store to get fitted. And now just clicking a button and I'm going to sneeze just a sec. And this is going to happen three times. Thank you. But you know, being having to get in the car. So there we go. Get in the car, drive down an hour and a half, get fitted and either go back and get this, the, the, the product, or have them ship it out to me. One way or the other, there's somebody driving over to my house to drop off the stuff. And it's it really is a day. You know, and I, yeah. I know a lot of people aren't in my situation. They live in cities or towns where they can just go and do this. But something like this, and then you start thinking about all the other things, like Warby Park, I'm going to go back to them. Not having to go into your car drive you know to your your wherever you buy your glasses it, it's just revolutionizing everything and i i did see in here um rad he asked about uh, how can 3d look uh on our physical product so rad's got um some really cool products i know his products and they're like um a solar headlamp and uh that's probably the main one i'm thinking of rad uh so I'm thinking that people would just take a picture of themselves and they could actually see the 3D uh, uh, on their head. Now, I don't think we're at that point where it would be cost effective for you to do that yet. Uh, I don't know any platform that's doing that yet. Do you? Yeah, I haven't seen headlamps. I'm sure that will happen. Um, I mean, we our expertise is generating bodies from two photos, right? Yeah. And currently, we, you know, ninety nine percent of our customers are you know fashion apparel companies. Um, but it, it, we're our expertise is in delivering measurements of a body, so a three D model and measurements. So you know, we can really service, I mean, health and fitness, right? I mean, if you want to understand body composition, um, how you're, you know, losing weight, we do have a couple health and fitness companies that uh, use our product in a different way than the fashion industry does. Um, but again, for a product, whether it's a headlight or glasses or a t-shirt to be put on somebody, that product needs to be um, 
it needs to be in 3D. And there's lots of different companies out there uh, that are popping up that can, you know, help in creating 3D assets, but you need to be able to produce a 3D asset. So I'm curious, I'm a yo-yo dieter, always have been. <laughs> I've had like 20 or 30 different, I at least 20 different diets. And uh, I know what the doctor says, but uh, let's see. No, not diets, lifestyle changes. <laughs> but they are yo-yo. What do you do about that? Do you have uh, the ability to say, oh, okay, he's 50 pounds heavier. Oh, he's 30 pounds heavier. Uh, he's, oh, 70 pounds lighter. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll tell you a quick story before we end. We had a, early in our years, we had a lovely sales girl that worked for us. And back in the day, we used to have an app on the app store. Um, and she would be doing demos and in the demo would be her 3d model. And she was embarrassed by the way, her 3d model of herself looked. And she literally over six months, she lost like 30 pounds. It was incredible, uh, because she was so inspired by, you know, she would see her 3d model in a demo and she wanted it to be smaller and smaller and smaller. But, uh, you know, yeah, again, it has not been our main use case, but, you know, our products come with an API. And if you are a health app, you can integrate that into your health and fitness app. And so your customers or if you're a personal trainer, for example, you could be actually using our mobile tailor app and you could be taking, you know, a photo of your the people that you're training on a weekly basis. And you will actually see increases or decreases in um, how their bodies look and their measurements. So you could you know, capture that and look at it on a weekly basis without having to take out a tape measure <laughs> and manually measure them. And these people can do it digitally. So if you're doing like virtual sessions, right? I've always thought like, you know, products like, you know, Pellet, anybody that's creating virtual, you know, exercise, um, you know, I'm a Peloton user and they have a million different types of classes I can take in there. But if they also have the ability for me to be able to like look at my measurements on a weekly basis, look at my body type on a weekly basis. Uh, so there are definitely lots and lots of different applications for this technology. Yeah, I hire people to do the Peloton for me. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you see happening in the next few years with, uh, with AI, the development, what brands can use AI for? Yeah, I mean, there's so many, it's such a, a broad topic. There's so yeah. many different types of AIs under AI. Um, I think, you know, certainly our company is, you know, we adopted uh, generative AI, so like ChatGPT, very early on because it actually made certain teams inside our company more efficient, right? So um, particularly in terms of writing. So you can ask it to prompt something. So that actually really helped our team, particularly in sales, marketing, customer success, be way more efficient. So an AI is really about that, right? So if you think about personalization in general, it's really about the world being more efficient, give, giving us more time to do things that we love, less time working on the things that we don't like, the minutia that bogs us down. Um, and that will only move faster and faster. I think, you know, some of these um, stable diffusion models, which is basically text to image, is going to really change a lot. And I think advancements that we're seeing there are happening so quickly. So imagine saying, um, you know, show me a model of um, myself dressed in, you know, something like this. So that's all happening very, very quickly too. But, you know, again, I think, you know, finding people that can help you understand the implications of AI, how they can help your business. Um, I mean, AI powers robots. So there's a, there's a lot packed into a and I, the, and AI. It's not like as simple as mm -hmm. where does AI go? Because there's so many different parts of AI um, that are already and have been very prevalent in all of our lives for many years. It's just, I think, getting louder now. I mean, we've been in advanced AI technology for, you know, over seven years now. And, you know, now the big topic out there is AI. Well, we've been an AI company. Yeah, all of a sudden, January, it seemed, boom, it's all I heard, yeah. AI. <laughs>
Okay. Fastest so, growing chat GPT, fastest growing app of all time ever. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, uh, I, I, I just love uh, jumping around and playing around with it. And there's so many, the problem is there's so many shiny objects that every time I open up an email, my, my inbox, I've got two or three things coming in about, oh, you got to try this. Oh, you got to try that. This is a new course. This is, uh, it's right. And in this business, in e-commerce, we always try to tell people like, forget about shiny object syndrome because it's going to drive you nuts. You know, stay focused with AI. It's pretty darn hard to stay focused with. Yeah. There are a lot of apps on the Shopify store. A lot of apps, right? Yeah. But they're all, that whether they're, you know, whether they're a fit and sizing app like us or they're a, you know, like a returns app, right? There are a lot of, you know, great returns companies out there. They, they're out there to make the consumer experience more frictionless, right? So they're all powered in some way by some sort of AI, big data, machine learning, what have you. Some of them are more advance like us and use, you know, computer vision and and other types of AI, but they're really there to help make that shopping experience more personalized and more fun and more simple, easy. That's what we want. That's what we crave. Like, just show me something I want. Let me check out and have the right size and have a great experience. So I come back to your brand. Okay. Whitney, that's it. I think you're off the hook. You got through, well. Thank you. You got Thanks for having me. Oh, it's been awesome. How do people get a hold of the company? What's the best contact information? Uh, you can go to our website, three dlookme um, There's lots of different buttons there that'll bring you to our sales team. You can uh, reach out to me directly uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Whitney Cathcart at. 3D look, and um, you can also email me directly, Whitney at 3dlook.me. If people go to your website, can they get fitted? Uh, there is a demo store on our website. Okay, so yeah, All right. you can you can go in, you can play around with it, and in about a week or so, you'll actually be able to go in and mobile tailor will be available directly through the website. And you can sign up right there. You get a one-week free trial, and um, you can play around, see your measurements and 3D model in the dashboard. It's all very intuitive and simple. They're pricing plans right there. Very good. So I'm going to close up the podcast right now. I'm going to remove you. But if you want to stay there, it's going to look like you've been removed from the podcast. But just uh, stick around for a minute, and uh, I'll come right back. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much, Norm. Great to be here today. I'm so glad you were able to come on. Uh, And thank you. I hope everybody enjoyed this today. This is something that we don't normally talk about. But uh, Whitney just came in and, and, I mean, I thought it was just incredible, some of the stuff that they're doing. And where can it take the brand? uh, Thinking about the customer journey. So we talked about it with 3D Look. But think about it. Like, What can you do about personalization? That customer journey, it's it's something we all have to talk about. And even on Amazon, or if you've got a Shopify site, you've got to stand out. If you don't, your competitors will. And uh, it's something you just got to consider. All things, con- you know, a little bit of seriousness here, but you've got to do that or you're going to be left behind. So anyways, I think that's it. I think we've got one more commercial and then we'll be back in a sec. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebade. Attention sellers and brand owners want to reach more shoppers and boost sales. Rebate's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, Rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales. Visit Rebate.com today and start reaching more shoppers. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, just one announcement. Uh, We might have a problem on Friday. Uh, We are going to be in the airport. So I don't think that we're going to be able to go live on Friday. I think this is the first time 
in 400 and some odd episodes that we're not going to be able to go live. We, if we can squeeze in a pre-record, we will, but um, it might be uh, tight. Anyways, um, again, just um, going back to the events. So the BDSS event is something that I, I, I it's a special event. It's a very expensive event. It's not for everybody, but the amount of information that you get from these types of events are awesome. SellerCon uh, with Chuck, I noticed Chuck was listening today. Um, it was, if you took the lunch with Norm, they gave us a deal. It was under $200. And the amount of people that were there, I think there's probably, probably 1,500 people there that you got to meet. All the speakers were accessible. Um, so this is the great thing about a lot of these events too, is that you, you, a lot of speakers don't go and hide. Uh, you go and you can you meet up with them, you meet it up. Uh, you know, we had people uh, every night that come over, um, go out to dinner or we're going out to lunch and we just go out as a group and it's fantastic. So I get to meet people, we get to break bread and that is probably the biggest thing you can do. Uh, being an entrepreneur, I can tell you this from just, you know, being a semi-fossil, um, it's a lonely gig. And if you're just sitting there trying to do it yourself, you're taking, I'm telling you, you're taking the wrong path. So anyways, just going to um, let you know that you get out there, network. It's probably a bigger part of your entrepreneurial journey than you think probably more than uh, more than 50% of you becoming a successful entrepreneur. So think about it. Anyways, um, Kelsey is here, but he's way over there. And uh, uh, he just walked in from the Survivor Games they were doing over here uh, in Puerto Rico. And uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Thank you for joining us. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at noon Eastern Standard Time. Like I always say at the end of every podcast, we could never do this podcast without our community. If you're not part of the community, check out our Facebook group, which is Lunch with Norm, the Amazon or the e-commerce and Amazon FBA collective. All right, everybody, we will see you hopefully Friday. If not, I'll be back in the studio on Monday. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur.